Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. Playing long ball in the bigs, I'm Brian Weber. A full day of baseball just about to get underway with seven games. The Reds looking for their third consecutive win over the Cubs. It's going to be challenging to surpass what happened yesterday when a rookie playing just his 10th game for the Reds made his presence felt. The pitch hammered. Oh, baby, he's got three in a row. Goodbye. My goodness. Aristides Aquino. Three at-bats, three home runs, and that one got way out of here. Jeff Brantley with a call on the Reds radio network. Also coming up, it's the Angels and the Red Sox after the Halos put up a dozen runs in their win yesterday. Mike Trout with some personal history in Boston. So here's Trout and the pitch, and there's a drive. It's hit well into left center field. It is out of here. Mike Trout jumps all over that pitch against Porcello. And Trout has just hit his 39th home run of the season. That's his first ever here at Fenway. And the Angels add on, and now it's 5-1. to one. Terry Smith with the call on the Angels radio network. Also coming up, the Mets take on the Nationals. New York has come alive. They've won eight consecutive games. 15 of their last 16 with Jacob DeGrom on the mound today. Sad news in the NFL. Steelers receivers coach Daryl Drake passing away at the age of 62. The cause of death has not been announced. NASCAR Cup Series race in Michigan today. Three Eastern on NBCSN. Brad Kozlowski has the pole. Golf. Final round, Northern Trust in New Jersey. Full coverage on Golf Channel. Patrick Reed, a one-shot lead at 14 under. Abraham Answer, one shot back. They tee off at 2 Eastern. For all the scores, head over to the NBC Sports Scores app. Hey, Ryan, do you have any beer in the fridge? Nah, I thought you got some. Oh, uh, the game starts in five minutes. And you drank the last beer at midnight on Friday. I wish there was a place that delivered beer. Yes. 
I'm Captain Crafted. I'm here to bring you beer. That's Captain C-R-A-F-T apostrophe D. Why? Because there's no E, just a D, as in deliver, because Captain Crafted delivers. That's right. The Crafted Beer Store in Redlands is now open for business with great prices and deliveries of your favorite beer, wine, spirits, water, ice, and mixers. Did I mention their great prices? That's C-R-A-F-T-D-B-E-E-R store.com or Fred Crafted Beer Store on Facebook.com. Make it easy. Google Redlands Beer Delivery. Look for Crafted Beer. Crafted Beer Store in Redlands is now open for beersness. And I'm here to deliver. Here's a great place for something special. It's Porter's Prime Steakhouse in Ontario's Doubletree Hotel. The perfect place for dinner with friends or business clients. Enjoy their delicious U.S. prime beef or their wonderful seafood. You'll be happy with the different choices of tasty treats. Call 909-418-4808. Porter's Prime Steakhouse in the Doubletree Hotel at 222 North Vineyard in Ontario. That number again is 909 418 418 If you are one of the millions of Californians who prefer to use affordable natural gas to heat your home and cook your food, you need to listen to this message. There are powerful national organizations and California bureaucrats who don't like natural gas or propane either. They want to prohibit Californians from using these affordable, reliable energy sources. They want Californians to rely solely on high-priced electricity. Don't let them take away your energy options. We are Californians for Balanced Energy Solutions. Californians want affordable, reliable energy options that serve their family and business needs, not electric-only mandates. Learn more about how gas is fighting climate change, reducing smog, and helping keep California's economy strong. Visit www.c4bes.org and join us. Paid for by Californians for Balanced Energy Solutions. and justice with the right information to help improve the situation and make no mistake about it words are important i'll tell you words are important motivation comes in a lot of ways it comes in arrogance and loudness in silence people are motivated by many things matter of fact i can think of nothing that isn't motivational in one way or another it's the direction of motivation that I think we need to be concerned about. What? You, you don't? Listen, this world is based on marketing. You can tell people something and, you know, they take it all the way to the, unless it's really informative, unless it's really important, unless it's really something that's going to mark uh, a spot in their lives that they're going to move forward or backwards from. People, people take your words very seriously, even if you aren't serious about your words. We have people of authority who, well, I'll tell you what, you don't even have to have authority. All you have to do is have a large audience. I mean, think of some of the things people tell you on TVs. Think of some of the things people tweet. I mean, some of the stuff that's out here, 
And very little of it can get said without creating a track and a trail and a group of folk who think it's positive and true. So I say all of that to simply say, you're not in a vacuum. Whatever you're saying, if you're around the children, they are paying attention. If you don't believe it, you watch what the second, third, fourth word is out of the child's mouth. It's going to be the same thing that came out of the mouths of the people they were around. I heard a lady the other day, we were mentioned to my dad. This lady was with her grandchild. Obviously, it wasn't her. But she said, what did she say? Let me say it the way exactly she said it. Damn! And then she started laughing about something. It was just, you know, like a great conversation. But the little girl sitting with her, I mean, she liked her grandma. I mean, she's walking around with her grandma on Sunday afternoon. They're holding hands. They're right in the store. I can imagine when this girl gets six, seven years old and go to school and somebody says something that, and she's going to say, damn. And then she's going to have to come home. Mama's going to have to go to school and find out why. But it's because they pay attention. Everybody's paying attention. Now, they may not do it exactly the way you want them to do because maybe you didn't motivate them the way you thought you were going to motivate them. But they're motivated. They're either motivated to pay attention or not. Mr. Uh, do, who is that? What? Is that Miss Fernandez on the phone? Um, hang on. I'll try to check. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. You've got people trying to talk. We, don't, we have to pay attention. I have a person that wants to motivate you to, uh, to get involved with your community. I have a person that wants you to get involved with uh, the responsibility of your community, uh, Margarita Fernandez. How are you, Ms. Fernandez? I am very well today. How are you? Well, I'm fair to middling plus one or two, mainly because <laughs> I'm not sure of all of the effect that I'm going to have on everyone, but I, I'm trying to have a good effect. I'm wanting people to be uh, moving in a direction of cooperation and support and harmony, kind of like a big orchestra, you know, where, but then again, that symbol, you know, that bing, bang, that thing that interrupts is sometimes more important than the harmonious part of it. Ms. Fernandez, you are with the State Auditor Controller's Office, right? Yes, I'm with the California State Auditor's Office. And... And there's something very important going on, and there's a deadline for participation that is um, next Monday, I believe, August, not tomorrow, but the right. Monday after next, right? Right, that's correct, and it is very important. And, and if you talk about doing something positive and really being engaged civically, this is it. There is a uh, redistricting commission, Citizens Redistricting Commission, that we are trying to uh, put together. And... Uh, in California, you know, uh, after the census is taken, every state uh, will go through a process of redistributing or redrawing the lines from where we elect our um, legislature and also our congressional representative. And in California, we do it a little bit different. And we actually, citizens, have the opportunity to be part of a commission that uh, will undertake this process of redrawing uh, district lines for the state senate, the state assembly, the state board of equalization, and also the congressional districts. So it's a job that will touch every community in California, and it will, uh, the maps that they draw will stay in place for the next 10 years. And these are the districts, again, that, rep that, dis that uh, describe our, our senate, our congressional boundaries, uh, and, and what does that really mean for people who are, are trying to uh, understand a little bit more about this districting and redistricting? 
Well, this is where um, the lines that we draw uh, determine where our representatives come from. So um, someone who I'm going to vote to be my representative in the Senate or the or the uh, in the legislature or in Congress, um, the boundaries, what happens is the population grows and sometimes some districts have more people than other districts. And so when the census is taken, we have to reallocate the districts and make sure there's the same number or reasonably the same number of of uh, population in each of the districts, so that we have, um, that, so that we all have the same representation in our state legislature and our Congress. They're the ones that are making laws for us. They're the ones that um, will determine perhaps where um, distributions are made. Um, so we we want to be involved in uh, creating districts that are fair, that um, are reasonable, that represent our communities. Now, anytime, anytime we use the language like you're using that says we want reasonable lines, we want uh, that, that indicates that maybe we've in the past had some unreasonable lines. <laughs> uh, as we look at the districts, understanding that the point for the district is to pretty much have the same number of people per district or close to it, correct? That is correct. Reasonably equal uh, populations. That way, my vote um, is... Uh, pretty equal to, to the vote of someone in the Inland Empire, perhaps. Well, now, the difference between having, say, the politician who is seeking to be elected or stay elected choose the lines as opposed to the people who are doing the electing, the voters choosing the lines, voters uh, would probably not be so understanding of where other voters who vote like them are whereas the politician has a very good idea of the pe where the people are that like him, her, and would vote for them or continue to vote for them. Is that a concern? So, yeah. so yeah. that's why we're no longer letting the politician go out and build a, a little rope or string around the people that he knows will vote for him, and that's why we have some of the very odd-shaped districts that we may have across the country and even here in the state of California. Yeah, yes, and that's correct. That's why and 10 years ago, actually, voters in California approved an initiative that, that took the job away from the legislature um, and the governor uh, of redrawing these lines and put it in the hands of a 14-member independent citizens commission. I and the people we're looking for really are people that don't have any political ties. Any loud political ties. Right, without any. People who are willing to uh, uh, pretend or, or take an attitude of uh, responsibility that says, well, maybe I got one, but I'm going to try to be fair. And then to understand that as much as you guys want that to happen, uh, the thing that helps make people be fair is usually to counterbalance in the other direction. That's why we want a diverse uh, group of people to be uh, involved in this committee. How many people will be on the committee? So, so uh, 14 members will be ultimately selected, and by law, five have to be Democrats, five have to be Republicans, and four um, are, are not affiliated with either of those two parties. Um, but you're absolutely right. We want a, a diverse commission. We want uh, the commission to be representative of uh, or reflective of this great state that we're in, um, and we are looking for people who have strong analytical skills who have the ability to be impartial, and who have the appreciation for California's diversity. 
people who can do a little critical thinking. Hey, we're going to ask them to do that while we have this commercial break. And when we come back, we'd like to let you finish up and tell us again how people can get involved, what they need to do, and a little bit more about how important this is. We'll be right back. This is Empire Talks Back. I'm Wallace Allen. We're speaking with Margarita Fernandez of the uh, California State Auditor's Office. We'll be right back. Publish your legal notice in West Side Story newspaper for the best service. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Office and the best rates call 909-384-8131. Publishing legal notices in the city and county of San Bernardino since 1990. West Side Story provides friendly expert service. Call 909-384-8131 to benefit from budget-friendly rates. Whether a fictitious business name a name change, a divorce summons, or any other legal or public notice, call West Side Story Newspaper, 909-384-8131. 909-384-8131. That's 909-384-8131. I never planned on losing my job, but we all know life can change in an instant. And losing my family's health insurance was an even tougher pill to swallow. So I looked into Cobra, but too pricey. Then I found out I could enroll through Covered California, where I was able to choose from good health insurance companies I've actually heard of. I even got help paying for it. There's a limited time to qualify after losing your insurance, so check out CoveredCA.com today. Covered California. It's more than just health care. It's life care. Since I've worked with you on Sunday, they thought maybe I might have some all right, we are back. This is Empire Talks Back. Boy, I tell you what, if you're on Facebook Live, you can hear what we talk about during the break. And if you are, well, you should just do that. And I'm going to have Miss Tammy tell you how you can be part of her Facebook Live crew in a little bit. I'm sure it's easier than I'm thinking. I believe you just have to go to what, Tammy Martin? Tammy Martin Riles. Tammy Martin Riles, and that's R-Y-L-E-S. Yeah, not like R-I-L-E-S, which she does, but R-Y-L-E-S, which is her name. R-I-L-E-S is riling people up, getting people. There you go. go. See, I understand. And part of riling you guys up is to get you to understand and remember that on Labor Day weekend, you're going to have a tremendous opportunity to go out and enjoy some jazz here in the city of San Bernardino at the IE Jazz Experience. It's going to be at the uh, Arrowhead Country Club. And you can go to the website, iejazzexperience.com. You can get a good idea of all of the 12, 13 acts that are going to be there. But I can tell you right now that we're going to have DW3. Whoop, whoop. whoop. Miss Makita is going to close out uh, Sunday. And we also have B.I.G. They are going to be Saturday, I believe, at 3 o'clock. Okay. We can double check on that. That Miss Tammy was asking, when is DW3 coming? Yeah, she she got on me because I kept saying D, D, WD forty, <laughs> WD forty, just to show that there's always humor around me, one way or another. We are uh, having the opportunity to speak with Mrs. Well, Miss Ms. 
Margarita Fernandez. She's trying to get you guys to understand the importance of participating in the redistricting of uh, California. That's where we redraw the lines to help you help define where our senators and congressmen come from. And we're trying to get it done in a way that uh, really includes everybody as much as possible so that we can get some, I don't know, some some districts that don't have uh, these uh, Picasso-like uh, <laughs> borders, uh, unless that's what the people come up with. Uh, Margarita, what are, what are we uh, looking for in terms of the time and how people need to apply to participate and become one of the 14 members of, of this committee? Okay. So the, the way to apply is easy right now. It's, you go to shapecaliforniafuture.auditor.ca.gov, and you need to submit an initial application, which is pretty easy. It's a five, ten minutes, and um, walks you through the process of determining determining whether or not you're eligible. Um, I mentioned before that we're, uh, that the authors of the proposition really wanted to, to have a commission that was uh, did not have political ties, so they built in some, um, some uh, what they call conflicts of interest that would disqualify someone from applying. So just to, to be the absolute minimum to apply, you have to have voted at, in at least two of the last three statewide general elections, and you have to have been affiliated with your party or, or perhaps you didn't indicate uh, a party, but you have to have had that affiliation for five years. And then because they wanted it to be a, a commission that was really free of political ties, you, uh, there are some things in there that uh, would disqualify you. For example, if you work for or one of your family members works for a member of the legislature or uh, a, a congressional uh, representative, then you're not eligible to apply. So, so that initial application really just takes you through the process to make sure that you can apply. How many people uh, have applied at this point? Well, okay, so don't get alarmed. Don't say, oh, I, I don't have a chance. There's a, right now we have over 16,000 that have applied. Hey. We, but 16,000, did you say? Yes, about uh, just that initial application. Hey, the that rest, doesn't stop people from playing the lotto. Exactly. <laughs> that is <laughs> okay? exactly. And they have to put their money up to play the lotto. So in this one, all you have to do is sign up. Right. Put yourself in a position to uh, get elected or selected. And how does and, and what does that process consist of? So the selection process is, is long. And, uh, the, you know, and, and some have said it's a little daunting. Uh, but just the, the whole process of drawing maps, too, is, is going to be some um, complex work, and it will require uh, people to be open-minded and to listen, to look at the numbers, to listen to communities of interest, to get their input on how they should be drawing lines. So now, now, the they, people who are on the committee, will they actually be drawing the lines, or will we have staff people who are, you know, in the uh, business of understanding and drawing lines? Yeah, you don't have to know how to draw the map. Mm -hmm. they, they, the commission will be able to staff, um, have staff, so they will likely hire a map drawer. Yeah, I, I find it so interesting that this is a pure you know, political result that we're looking for, but we don't want anybody involved in politics doing it. <laughs> and I wonder how in California we're going to find somebody that's not involved in politics when we require that the people have been voters uh, and you know, and a declared Democrat or a declared Republican, 
that's that's really uh, you got a tough job there. I don't know how how the auditor is going to audit through all of that, but uh, I, I wish us all the best of success, and I hope it's done without too much luck. Um, boy, I would suggest that we try to find 14 people that haven't voted. <laughs> so, that way we would know that uh, they have enough possible disdain for what's going on that they may really try to get something done. But I believe in America. I believe in California. I believe that uh, when the sun comes up, all of the bad thoughts that we may have had during the night have, been, have the opportunity to be washed away. And uh, we'll do most of this uh, work uh, in the daytime. So I, I think it's going to be good. I think it's something we need to participate in. Is there a phone number or anything people can use direct if they've got any questions about this process? Yes, absolutely. Um, there is a phone number. <laughs> they can First of all, they can go to savecaliforniasfuture.auditor.ca.gov and they can email us. They can sign up to receive notifications. But they have to apply by um, August 19th. Now, phone number, uh, the phone number is toll-free. It's 833-421-7550. And we are working on the weekends and late in the evening. So if anybody has any questions and they want to call right now, they can do so. Um, but the, the application period will end August 19th um, at 5 p.m. So... Uh, really um, encourage anyone who's eligible to apply. It's really, really important that we have a, uh, a applicant pool that is reflective of California so that we can ultimately end up with a commission that is reflective of California. Right now, in case you're interested, we about, I mentioned we have over 16,000 applications. About close to 9% are coming from the, the black and African American community. And about uh, close to 10% are coming from the Inland Empire. So um, if you want some of those numbers to get up, please get on, on the uh, website and um, submit your application. Very good. All right. Um, we appreciate your call very much. We uh, hope that uh, we've motivated some people to get out and take action. Uh, certainly we've motivated some to pay attention to maybe the action that will be taking place and we thank you is there anything else that we missed that you think we need to say at this point no i just want to remind everyone that this the maps that are drawn it's an opportunity for uh, us citizens to to be involved in a process that will shape our, our future because these maps will be in place for the next 10 years starting with the 2022 election those are the are the maps that will define where our representatives come from for the next 10 years. So it really is an opportunity to make an impact, um, a positive impact on California. Excellent. Uh, we were anticipating having a couple of uh, spots, commercial spots that we could play to help emphasize this. We didn't get them. I don't know if you're able to send them down. We can get it done uh, later during the day. But we do hope that this is a very successful effort and we are so thankful that you shared some time with us this morning to help make it so. Margarita Fernandez, thank you again, and we will see you at, what, 833-421-7550. I've got some senior citizens that are going to be making that phone call pretty soon, so Great. we'll get there. Thank you again. Okay. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 16,000-plus people, and I guess the 1,000 of you that are going to go call and sign up will help increase the uh, odds that uh, you guys will draw a district that will allow me to get elected.
<laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not run- I'm not I'm not running for election, but I am going to run the California Route 66 marathon. Well, I'm going to walk it. Um, I'm going to traverse it over maybe a I'm going to invite you guys to come walk it with me. As soon as we complete the route, complete setting the route, we are going to start in Fontana, go east on Foothill Boulevard to San Bernardino, through Rialto to San Bernardino, swing north on Mount Vernon, and go out Cajon Boulevard and end the marathon at Glen Helen Park. Now, where in Glen Helen, we have not determined. So we're going to uh, pretty soon start setting up our morning walks. Um, they're going to have to be early because Tammy has to go to work, so I know she's going to insist that we walk early enough so that she's able to go to work uh, on time. Well, we can do them on Saturdays, but we're going to do a couple of three miles every time we do this so we'll all be familiar with the route and familiar with the businesses along the route and get our kicks. That's what we're going to do. So motivating you to be healthy, motivating you to be involved, motivating you to uh, be alive and understand how important that is. And we have a young man here, Mr. Oliver Petty, who not only is able to motivate you and me, but he's able to talk to young people, which makes him a really kind of special person. Uh, Oliver, how are you this morning? I'm doing excellent. How about yourself? God is great. I'm grateful. You uh, just heard a conversation uh, that we're having with uh, Margarita Fernandez talking about how important it is to vote. Right. Um, you are a motivational speaker. You speak to young people. Folk, I've, I've seen video of you doing it. It's amazing that, you know, I don't know Thank how you. you got to them and sugared them up and all that to get them all <laughs> cheering and hollering and screaming for you like that. But you, you, you uh, are very, very impressive. Wow. Uh, in a world that you see and demonstrate how important words are right. and the placement of words and the direction of words, uh, I'm going to have to ask you a little political question. Just <laughs> Do you think it's important what mm, what we say on the radio because we've got a large audience? Right. Do you think it's important uh, what the president says because he's got a, a large audience? Do I think it's important what the president says? Yes. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, I think one of the biggest things that one of the biggest lies that we were told as children is sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Wow. Uh, I think that's one of the biggest lies that's ever been told because. Words impact so many. If, if I walk in right now and I just start saying disrespectful things to everybody in here. That's right. It's going to be a problem, right? That's right. Um, so if you have the leader of the free world uh, saying whatever he wants at any given time um, and not understanding the impact that that can have, uh, it's important because you don't know who's watching you don't know who you're modeling for and on my youtube series uh we haven't let this episode out yet but uh the next episode is on leadership and everything we talk about is you are modeling for somebody and there are kids there are individuals out there who don't have parents that don't have individuals to look to and if the leader of the free world can do and say whatever they want uh then that's what the child takes right and there's no filter there's no uh no guidelines there's no code so, um, yeah, words are very, very important. So, um, but at the end of the day, you know, you don't have to look at a goofy and uh, follow well, you, that you, person. You're saying critical thinking. I think the next move is that we do have to interpret. We have some responsibility in receiving those words, but we have to learn how to do that. Yeah. We're going to take a minute, have a couple of breaks here. Or we're going to have a break and have a couple of 
We're going to be back in a couple of minutes. Okay. We're, we'll we're, we're just going to do it. We'll be right back and we'll get a chance to hear more from Mr. Petty, who is an amazing young man. We'll be back. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292FQ Riverside, and K293CF Moreno Valley. Publish your legal notice in West Side Story newspaper. For the best service and the best rates, call 909-384-8131. Publishing legal notices in the city and county of San Bernardino since 1990. West Side Story provides friendly expert service. Call 909-384-8131 to benefit from budget-friendly rates. Whether a fictitious business name, a name change, a divorce summons, or any other legal or public notice, call West Side Story newspaper, 909-384-8131. 909-384-8131. That's 909-384-8131. This is Empire Talks Back, and I'm willing to say, I don't know. This is Wallace. Mm. Alan, I am the host of the show. I don't know everything, but I know people who can help us move in the direction of knowledge that can help us be a little more educated yeah. about life. We, and, and one of those people is Mr. Oliver Petty. He's here with us today. Uh, he is a motivator of, I guess, everybody who listens to him, but he seeks out right. young people to uh, talk to. How long have you been doing what you do? Why do you do it? And who motivated you to do it? Uh, so we've been six years in now um, with what we do in terms of public speaking, working with youth, nonprofits, businesses. Um, and sorry, give me, the, give me the second question. You asked me three questions in that one. Well, now, now you're, you're young. Your memory's <laughs> supposed to be better than that. No, why do you do it? And who taught you to do it? Um, you? The reason I do it is, I mean, there's several, but... Um, Primarily, uh, where I'm from, I, I just let you know I've I've got a little psychic thing with my wife, mm -hmm. and she's laughing right now because you asked me about my memory, and I was able. <laughs> to, she's just all over the floor right now <laughs> about my memory. Am I right? You call in and tell us. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you know, for individuals like myself who come from low socioeconomically deprived areas, um, did they describe tell you that? While you were growing up or after you grew up? Of course that not. That you were in an economically deprived, culturally deprived, blah, blah, they, blah. They didn't have to tell us. They showed us by everything that we could see when we walked around mm. and, and the things that we did not have. And when we went to another area, you could see that there's a complete difference. So uh, we could see it, but they didn't uh, verbally tell us that, no. Um, so uh, individuals growing up in, that, in areas or environments that are like that, that look like me, especially young black males, young black females, um, 
the thing that we're always taught and trained to do is to make it out the hood. That was the whole concept of our upbringing. Hate we need your, to do hate something. Hate your life. It, hate, hate your neighborhood. Right. Worry, be negative about the people down the street and across the street. Get out the So hood. how do I make it out of here, right? Right. right? And for many of us, it was through sports, athletics, things of that nature. So, um, you know, or they say go to school, get out, get a good job, and live the American dream. In so another I, neighborhood. In another neighborhood. So I did the sports thing. I got a scholarship to play college football. I got out into, I went to college. I graduated. I got my master's degree by the time I was 23. I went out to corporate America and I had four different job offers. I took a job. I went out there and I was making more money than any of my friends. I, you know, could do what I wanted to do. Um, but I noticed that I wasn't living a life that I was passionate about, even though I was making good money. And I had the ability uh, and the potential to make so much more. Mm -hmm. uh, so what I did was once I got out there, I realized this isn't the dream that they sold me. But what I also learned was is that I did learn a set of blueprints um, as to how to get to this point and to do other things. And what I noticed in areas that I come from is we are all searching for some sort of blueprint and many of us don't have them. Most of the times we have individuals that make it out the hood, become successful and are removed. Um, but more than just bringing your funds or your money back, it's the knowledge as to how and duplicate that. So uh, everything that we want to do is uh, motivate individuals to change that complete thought process of making it out the hood to building up the hood. Building because, up the hood. Right, because All if right. I leave, right, if I make the money, I, I do my thing and I'm gone, well, then I just left it on my nieces and my nephews, my little brothers, my little sisters, uh, you know, whoever up the block to figure it out on their own. But we just talked outside of how important it is for us to prepare them for what's to come. If depending on how we want the future to look is based off of what we teach. So uh, that's what motivated me to do what I do. One was to inspire the next generation and let them know, hey, the way that they're selling you this bill of goods over here, this ain't real. This is what you do. You find a passion and something that you are naturally gifted at and you pursue it with a thousand percent in every fiber in your being. And then for the individuals that are older than me or in my age bracket, um, if you feel like you're stuck and you can't make a change, that's a lie, too. You can make an adjustment at any moment. They call it a pivot in business. So you can pivot at any moment and do something that you're passionate about and you can go off and impact the world through your natural gifts and abilities. So there's a. There's a crossover that one can do <laughs> for that, sure. Uh, it doesn't have anything to do with basketball, right? But it, it is. It does say that you're changing direction, right? Very good. One of the directions that uh, that I'd like to look at further is you say, uh, "Don't leave the hood, build up the hood, build up the hood." Right. Uh, what happens when we really leave the hood? Uh, in terms of the economics of the hood. We find that when we leave the hood, the property values help. As we leave the hood and drive the property values down, mm -hmm. the hood that we're leaving ends up being the next uh, place where we find... Where they're going to gentrify it? Is that what you're going to get to? Gentrification. <laughs> take, and gentrification is not a gentle thing. Right. It is when people come in and say, well, these houses are not that great, but the location is wonderful. And right. I can buy this house for almost nothing, nothing and build a new house. And, and they do. Right. Except 
they now, because the little houses are so cheap, they're willing to pay maybe twice as much as what they're worth. Right. Uh, what other people could pay to stay in them. And we yeah. find people in the hood selling their property if they owned it mm -hmm. and moving to places when they find that they can't stay in the same city because they don't the money that they got for the house will not allow them to live in the same city right so they have to move mm -hmm. so we end up giving away our cultural base as mm -hmm. well as as uh our culture yeah well i think if what we is, it's formula i guess i'm put formula for improving yeah. the hood for building up the hood how do we do that ownership um, complete ownership, everything that you purchase. And, and it's not just real estate, right? Your intellectual property is a form of real estate. You own the area of whatever it is that you create. So I think everything is about ownership. If you look at somebody like Nipsey Hussle, who, uh, rest in peace, who was just assassinated uh, in front of his business, uh, everything that he preached and, and what my brother and I uh what we take is ownership. The title of my uh, one of our businesses is Only Thoughts of Ownership. So that way you know out the gate that, hey, I don't work for you. We don't work for you, but we could partner together. We're business partners. We're equal owners in this thing, or we have a percentage, right? So if you look at somebody like Nipsey, what he did was is they used to sell drugs in front of this specific building. Then they bought that unit and then end up buying the whole lot. Once they bought the lot, then you could say, hey, what am I going to do with the rest of our uh, real estate. So they're building that train that's going to pass straight through Slauson and Crenshaw, which is now Nipsey Hustle Square. And now we see the developments that he had planned before he passed. Um, they're going to build a hundred foot tower, a uh, hundred foot high for low income housing. I, I got people who are in my ear now talking about, well, he sold drugs to get the money and that's not right. Wait a minute. Folks. <laughs> yeah. Wait okay. a minute. Wait a minute. Now this is the same country where we we applaud the guy who sold the horse that didn't die till the man who bought it took it a quarter mile down the road. That was a good horse trader. We like that guy. Yeah. We applaud the people who built the great railroads across America, but these guys occupied the White House, the Chambers of Commerce. They had special places where these guys sat down and passed out money to the people that we elected through through what Ms. Fernandez is telling us we need to watch out for mm -hmm. is, is uh, gerrymandered uh, districts here. Yeah. Uh, we, the beloved Kennedy family, <laughs> Mr. Joe Kennedy was a bootlegger. Okay, so I'm not trying to say it's okay to go out and sell drugs. I'm not trying to say it's great to go out there and, and, and do what many in America have done to become rich. I think we need to have a conscience. So I need to go back again. Okay, mm -hmm. They used to sell drugs in front of that building. Right. They bought the building. Mm -hmm. Nipsey set up a clothing store. Mm -hmm. He wasn't selling drugs. He was selling clothes. Right. Put All the right. world's first smart store on uh, Nipsey Hustle Square now. Right. Uh, he put the world's first smart store there. It's not about... So when, when, you, when, you, when you grow up, you learn a set of values. You're trained a certain way, right? And you're going to follow suit based off of your training, as we just talked about, yes. for young folks. So his training was to gangbang and sell drugs. As he got knowledgeable, realized himself, uh, his gifts and talents, and you hear him saying his music, you know, young black uh, man that's trapped, and he knows he's a genius, he just, he just can't claim it. So once he realized his geniuses, once he realized his gifts, and figured, hey, I could make money, and I could be a productive 
part of society if I do these things. Well, he left all of those things alone and became an asset to the community. Made a pivot. And he made a pivot. Did a crossover. Did a straight. Uh, uh, Allen Iverson couldn't even do this crossover. This is what we're talking about. Right. So um, what does that do? It, 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 it gives a blueprint for someone like my brother and I so we could pivot and do our crossover and we could say, you know what, while I'm getting off the freeway at 645 in the morning or 545 in the morning driving to San Diego, every time I get off the freeway, I'm going to play a song named All Get Right by Nipsey Hussle. So it could keep me in the uh, mentality of once I leave this place, I'm going to own something. I'm going to make sure I design a business and I'm going to go back to my community and I'm going to impact the kids there based off of the individual who's, who used to sell drugs but now has given me a blueprint of how I could be successful in my own community. And I could do it wearing a bandana, designing my own clothes, having my brother shoot our videos, having us go out to schools and impact individuals that look like me and giving them true messages, not just Malcolm stood up or Martin stood up and Rosa, mm -hmm. you know, she sat down and didn't get off the bus. So now we overcame. No, give them the real that we still struggling out here. Things like gerrymandering, all of these different laws like the 13th Amendment that keep us oppressed and say, hey, look, um, do you know that the dollar circulates around the Asian community for 28 to 29 days? And they don't understand circulation. So when you say that part, let's talk about money circulating. Right. What do you mean when you say that the money, $1 becomes $28 through circulation? How does that occur? Yeah, so we teach this to elementary students. Um, we start them early, but dollar circulation is, uh, let's just start with the Asian community. Let's say the uh, Asian barber, uh, he gets paid and then he goes shops at the Asian grocery store. Now, the owner of the Asian grocery store, his wife goes get her nails done at the Asian salon. And then she takes that money from the Asian salon and then she goes buy uh, the hair care products at an Asian beauty salon or a beauty shop. Right. So the dollar goes from Asian business to Asian business to Asian business. 28 to 29 days before it ever leaves the community. And that's, uh, that's what makes one dollar become twenty eight dollars. $29. That's the each time it moves, right. it's, it maintains its value and it also maintains the echo of where it's been. Right. So if and we they sat, have power. Absolutely. Through their finances. Now, comparing that to other cultures. Well, in the, in, in the Caucasian community, it goes for 18 days, right? Which is still really good. You get to the Latino community, seven days. You get to the black community, it only lasts six hours. So that means that and we can't get hours like O-U-R-O-U-R-S, but hours, H-O-U-R-S compared to days. Right. And that means that we can't get a full work shift in before we go take our dollar and spend it with another culture. See, everybody thinks that we're just so poor in this country. We're not just that. It's not that we're just so poor. Our buying power is 1.2%. Uh, I believe it's trillion dollars. Oh, yes. uh, so we have the annually. finances yes. annually, um, which would be the 12th largest country in the world if if you take the blacks in America and, and you uh, added up their buying power. But the problem is, is we don't have black owned businesses to spend it to or spend them with. And then the ones that we do have, we don't support on a consistent enough basis. So uh, if our money is always going out and we don't maintain ownership and equity uh, in our businesses or our intellectual property, uh, we're going to remain poor. Our, the, the areas in which we live are going to remain the hood because we don't own in the spaces that we create or where we live. 
Now, all of that really makes a lot of sense, but we're going to take this break, and when we come back, I'm going to remind everybody, and you and me, that when you stand up in front of these kids, you're not standing up in front of a bunch of black kids. You're standing up in front of a diverse group of kids. Everybody's child is there. Right. And I'm wanting to hear the beauty of the message that you're delivering to them with the backdrop, the backdrop of understanding how weak the chain is because of the weakest link. Right. We'll be back right after this message, and we're going to talk about your hidden strengths. We'll be there. Hey, go use the bathroom. Go eat what you're going to eat. Go call who you're going to call, but don't miss this next segment. We'll be right back. Publish your legal notice in West Side Story newspaper. For the best service and the best rates, call 909-384-8131. Publishing legal notices in the city and county of San Bernardino since 1990. West Side Story provides friendly expert service. Call 909-384-8131 to benefit from budget-friendly rates. Whether a fictitious business name, a name change, a divorce summons, or any other legal or public notice, call West Side Story newspaper, 909-384-8131. 909-384-8131. That's 909-384-8131. I never planned on losing my job, but we all know life can change in an instant. And losing my family's health insurance was an even tougher pill to swallow. So I looked into Cobra, but too pricey. Then I found out I could enroll through Covered California, where I was able to choose from good health insurance companies I've actually heard of. I even got help paying for it. There's a limited time to qualify after losing your insurance, so check out CoveredCA.com today. Covered California. It's more than just health care. It's life care. We are back. This is Empire Talks back. Wallace Allen speaking to Mr. Oliver Petty. He is a motivational speaker. I'm motivated here. I'm I'm about to. I don't know. Maybe I don't. I'm I'm going to stop talking so much. So that that's the one thing, Oliver. We're talking about the importance of the message that you deliver to the students. Yeah. When was the first time you did a student? Uh, 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 what do they call it? That, uh, a talk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was uh, about six years ago. Assembly. Uh, yeah, so it was about six years ago. Um, my brother and I, we traveled out to San Diego and we spoke to, I don't know, 10 kids. Um, and we did it for free. We drove all the way out to San Diego. We had them for about 45 minutes. And, uh, you know, we struggled through, but we made it happen. I mm-hmm. talked about Jay-Z. I talked about foundational uh, blueprints that never change. And... Um, and we never looked back since then. So what was the second one like? The second one was uh, one where, where, kid. Where, where was the pivot one? Where was the one that took off? The one that took off, I think we did at RCC um, in Marino Valley, which is now Marino Valley College. We spoke to a group of, um, I think, the BSU. And um, that's when I think my brother and I knew that we're going to go far with this. And um, we could see in the... In the midst of my presentation, I could see the faces and I could see the impact happening live. And uh, I think my brother and I, and along with the uh, professor in the room, uh, we just felt that vibe in that room. And uh, from there, you know, we just 
So he how, took off. How large are the assemblies now that you speak to with the various uh, schools? Uh, they vary. Uh, sometimes several thousand uh, students, um, as many as they can fit into their gym. Um, next Friday, we're going to do Santa Central High School. We're going to speak to every student they have. So we're going to do two large assemblies, uh, over fifteen hundred students apiece. What's your uh, your uh, website? Uh, my website is my name. It's Oliver Petty. Dot com and then you could also uh, find what we're doing on Instagram. You guys need to go to OliverPetty.com and look at <laughs> the audience. Now, once again, it, they, they are all so on it <clears throat> that it looks rehearsed. It <laughs> looks like these kids have cue cards, you know, they're all cheering and they're all... But kids don't follow through that well. You cannot give kids cue cards and get them to respond right. like you have them responding. Uh, it's, uh, what are you saying to these kids? What, how do you get started? I mean, what I see on video isn't from A to Z. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's, it's you speaking in the middle of your conversation. Uh, you're talking to everybody. What are you right. saying to these kids that gets everybody across racial and cultural lines yeah. cheering at the same statement? How yeah. do you do that? What are we talking about? Uh, well, first and foremost, um, I know you said motivational speaker, and I never really used that term because I'm not here to motivate anybody. That's like uh, espresso, right? So espresso, you, help you but need motivate it. people. Second, can you help but motivate people? I mean, uh, we just went through it. Words, <laughs> mo words are motivational. Right, right. Hopefully, hopefully, what I'm doing is uh, hopefully what we're doing is uh, beyond motivation. Hopefully, it, it's causing. Uh, uh, some sort of inspiring, some type of inspirational feel in the gut and into the soul, and it penetrates and, and it moves a person into action. Because if I just motivate you, you're fired up once I leave, but tomorrow life hits and it's real. And now you're going to need that motivation again, and I might not be there. Well, so hopefully what I said impacted you in a way that it makes you change the way that you're going to do what you, you do. Makes you pivot, and you can't pivot unless you know there's a direction. Yeah, unless I touch your heart. So now I'm, I'm back at that same question. Yeah. You know, so, what are you touching their heart with? What are you talking about? What are you, what are you sensing in yeah. young people that mm -hmm. you can talk in general to all of them about mm -hmm. and have them respond like that. Struggle uh, and adversity. Uh, Miss, Miss, Miss Tammy is a school teacher. Yeah. She has 25, 30, 40 kids in her class, and I don't know if it's that many. Yeah. But, you know, she's yeah. – but you're talking about a 1,000 kids following yeah. directions – on time, hitting yep. a beat, and they haven't been at rehearsal. Mm. So, <laughs> so that there's something to that. Yeah. Um, what is the direction? The uh, you, you're, you, if, you, if we're sitting here talking about the hood, right? We've determined the direction. Yeah. Ownership. Mm -hmm. What are we saying to every? Because all of these kids are not the hood. They are the kid hood. But right. how, how do you make them all relate to each other like that? Yeah. So first, it's ownership in life, leadership, education and business in all facets of life that we have to take ownership. That's the the I think the overarching theme. But uh, what we do is um, what every human is thirsting for, which is connecting and relating. Right. So when I stand on stage and I'm able to tell my story that, hey, you know, I was a foster child. I went to five different foster homes before I was six years old. My mother and father were addicted to drugs and sold drugs. My mom started selling drugs at seven years old. Uh, my mother was a single mother of nine children. I have 14 brothers and sisters. I'm the first to go to college and get a master's degree. Uh, I played football. Uh, I was in a gang. I sold drugs. I did these different things. Here are uh, 
some of the things that these kids are seeing, hearing, and can relate to. And then I say, well, here's how you get on the other side of those things. Here are the foundational blueprints. These are laws that never change. Do you understand value, which is time and money? Anytime somebody invests in you with time or finances, that's value. Do you understand that we're all not going to be here for 100 years, even though that's a small snippet of time? Do you understand faith that there was a higher power that placed you here for a specific reason? And do you have faith in the reflection that you see staring back at you in the mirror? Do you understand your imagination is probably the most powerful gift that you've ever been given? That's your unique skill set to impact this world that's what you're gonna uh that's the 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 mark that you're gonna leave on this world is through the imagination do you understand this thing called the success iceberg that 90 percent of the mass of the iceberg is below the water meaning you and i can't see it and that's where all the success happens we look at jay-z we look at kanye we look at nipsey beyonce all of these uh dr ben carson obama we look at all of these great people um Marcus Garvey, Manta Musa, we look at all of these people and don't understand that the 90% uh, was happening when nobody was watching them, nobody knew their name, when they were grinding, when they weren't celebrities and stars, and the 10% is just that small bit that we're able to see. Um, if you want that, well, you better embrace the 90% so and you better do it. You describe a possibility, you describe a... a, a a ditch that we possibly have all experienced yeah. or are sitting in or knows that Lisa Nichols calls it the dip. Yeah. Okay. Dip theory. Uh-huh. Okay. And so coming out of that is the common desire. Right. And then how do you go and do it? Right. And then when we stand up in front of them, I think the common denominator is that they're able to see me a live version of that. You know, I asked those kids, did you ever think I was in foster care? They'd be like, no, no way. No way I ever thought you were in foster care. Because it doesn't matter that that's where you come from. That's my, that's my unique gift to impact the world. My experience is what shaped What's the ideal this. age group for you to talk to? Ideal? Honestly, um, if you have a child that can hear um, or an adult that can hear, that's our, our ideal age group. We start as early as third grade. We go all the way through college. We work with businesses. We just did a training for all of the principals and superintendents in Valverde Unified uh, a week ago. Uh, so we speak to a wide range of students. But what we notice is that when we're on campus, it not only impacts the students, but the teachers and administrators come and they're like with tears in their eyes and they're like, yo, I, I still have dreams. I, that touch in my life, I'm ready to make a crossover or a pivot right now, right? So um, I, I wouldn't say an ideal. I just think whoever has had adversity is ideal for us. And that's, I think, every human on this planet. Do they have to want to hear you before you get there? No, they don't. Most of them don't have no idea what's about to happen. But about time we get to uh, the little boy story, uh, I think. I think by that time, it doesn't matter where you come from or what you've experienced. You're How locked in. How do you in. end your presentation? How do I we mean, end it? The, is there an action statement? Is there a, you know, what, what do we do to let these young people, as you say, know that tomorrow will come? Uh, you won't be there, but their inspiration points, the information you've given them will still be there. How do they touch that? How do they get back in touch with that point of, of inspiration that I want to go without, uh, you know, dropping a five hour or, you know, drinking a cup of coffee or some other kind of stimulant to uh, get to that spot. You I recommended a stimulant in terms of a piece of music, but what is their action statement? What do you require, request that they do? Uh, that they look inside. 
that they understand that they are the talent, that they are the gift, that uh, you've already been blessed with your natural skill set, and it comes from the inside. Your imagination is your yellow brick road, and this is what's going to lead you. Once it gets tough and it's difficult, just understand that's a part of the process. Anybody who's done something great, not been handed a silver spoon, but that has done something great, has gone through this process of struggle and sacrifice and eventually you'll get there and just keep watching me go on my youtube oh mr negative and check the process you can Do see these it. young people have an opportunity to uh join the uh, uh don't be petty petty club don't be petty petty club <laughs> um well, in other words you know an attachment to you after you've gone yes you know, relationship I mean, we're, we're, microsoft um these guys don't let you talk on the phone without collecting the data <laughs> They're not going to let you come in the room without collecting the data for the follow-up, as they say. Yeah. The follow-up that you have the potential to do is much greater than the nosy uh, uh, consumer. Uh, Just to market to you, right? Yeah. 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 So uh, first and foremost, we want to get every student to follow my social media, um, my Instagram, oh, Mr. Negative, and our YouTube series, Welcome to the Jungle. That's a series where uh, every Wednesday we release uh, an episode of... Uh, uh, a process of how do you go step by step to success from your adversity and every week I'm giving blueprints on the next step so that's a way that they could connect and get recharged and if they come on my social media every day I'm posting something sharing something for them to follow and then a lot of them reach out to me in my DMs directly whether if they're asking I just had a student he said man I'm going through the worst time of my life right now and I'm like yo what's going on and he we get to explaining and we get to talking and um I got I got a minute and a half I want to give you 45 of those seconds I want okay. you to inf uh, inspire these people to go give a phone call and talk about how important this redistricting is okay say so, okay give me that one more time the redistricting the mm -hmm. participation in in the election process uh, calling being a member or at least investigating this district as it's done what's important about that well if you want to see impact in your community it starts at the local level it's not about the goofy in the big office it's about the individuals that are right around your neighborhood that are going to put the laws and enforce those laws do you have an interest in those well then that's at your local level so understand look up gerrymandering um and understand redistricting and then you'll learn everything you need to know and understand this that we've got uh, next week, we'll be here under two circumstances. One, the good Lord's willing. Two, the creek don't rise. God bless you. Thank you for participating with us today. I won't say good luck. I'll just say keep on going. Yeah. All right. I gonna leave you. Thank I you, sir. You Thank you. Now it seems like things are finally coming around. I know we've got a long way to go. Where we'll end up, I don't. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3.